Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. Even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to tunein.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. Trade deadline today. There's JB Bickerstaff talking about a red hot Cleveland Cavaliers team, possibly, or excuse me, absolutely the hottest team in all the NBA right now. 33 and 16, a big win over the Washington Wizards yesterday. I don't think, I have to agree with Fedor on this, I don't believe that people have, have fully wrapped their arms around Donovan Mitchell. And I think it's with good reason. I don't think much of it is actually, I don't think any of it is Donovan Mitchell's fault. Part of it is, am I going to turn down $40 million a year just to make everybody else happy? No. You Donovan mean, Mitchell isn't going to do it. Or an extra $40 million for mean, the year. For not signing last year? Yeah, for not signing last yeah, year just no, to make that, everybody feel comfortable. Nope. That that's was not never, good. That's yeah. never going to happen. That's not good business. I think a lot of regular Cavs fans can understand that. And I want to know, like, are, are you as a fan, are you still arm's length with Donovan Mitchell? Because I think we all respect, he's a great player. Uh, I think he's been a good leader. He has not said anything disparaging about the city. He's not said anything disparaging about the organization. I don't think that's ever really been his style at all. Uh, he's obviously, he's been frustrated with a loss, but he's never just snapped at the organization or the fans. He's been a professional his entire time here in Cleveland. But he wasn't, Drafted here, and he plays a sport where a lot of the guys who have been here in the past have kind of gone on and have made their business decisions. And I think when they make the business decisions, I think a lot of fans over the last few years have just, they've started to accept that, yep, you know what, it's part of the business of it, but they may be Cavs fans, but I don't think that they're just going to fall in love with a guy again. Remember, they tried to, do, they did the hard hat signing uh, on the I drywall yep. with, with Kevin Love. And then it felt like 12 months later, he's like, I want out of here. I want out of here. I want all my later, money, they too. Want him out of here. Yeah. Like, they, wanted, they did the thing up in Toronto, and it, it didn't end very well. It, it didn't end very well. And we, hey, I don't think anybody has a real big problem with Kevin Love. Every now and then, I'll get a couple of people say some things. But honestly, I don't know how many people are really. I think a lot of people are jaded by that. I think a lot of people by are Kevin. Not by by the entire experience. LeBron two times over. Yeah. Kyrie wanting yeah. out. You know yeah. there was a lot of there was a lot of build up in defense of Kyrie before LeBron came here, and then Kyrie wanted out. Kevin came here. Kevin was when Kevin signed the contract. He's like, all right, Kevin staying here, and we could build around Kevin. And we became defensive of Kevin during the LeBron the fit in the fit out stuff. But I think a lot of it's just like, man, that's that didn't happen too terribly long ago, and I think we get a little nervous about something like that. I don't know what you're looking for, though, because I think, I think the city's embraced him fine. I, I don't think that there's this big disconnect between. I don't, I don't think that there's a disconnect. I, I, I don't. Are you having the argument with me or Fedor? Because I, I just see 
When Fedor is asking, Fedor sounds exasperated. He says, I don't know what else he has to do. We can't do anything else. He needs to sign the contract. But I think that we're all just sitting here going, I mean, hey, I respect his right to to be a businessman. I think a lot of people are doing the same thing. You, you don't want to hear this. Nobody wants to hear this. But even the signing the contract doesn't mean anything anymore. And that, and I think a lot of people know that. And I think that that's part it's, of the it's, reason it's, it's actually, just arm's length. It's actually smarter, and it's become the NBA trend to sign the contract even though you don't want to be there. Because yes. Because it's more money, and you stay an extra year. But even if that were the case, you still get extra years out of Donovan. Yes. Because you don't have to trade him next year, so you get next year. You know, So you still get more time with well, him, even if that happens. Well, it, it becomes a point where I think that, it, again, everything's just on the table and above board. I, I don't need to get all emotional about it, and I think that that's the way a lot of Cavs fans are. A lot of Cleveland fans are. It's like, I can get emotional about Nick Chubb. I can get emotional about, about Jose Ramirez. But when it comes to Donovan Mitchell, hey, it is what it is. I appreciate his basketball. I would like him to stay here. I, again, I think that all these things I've said about him I think are true, and I, I, I respect him as a person and as a player. This is me talking to you personally yeah. as a fan and yeah. as, as whatever kind of analyst you want to make me out to be. But I also respect his right to want to be in New York, and if he wants to do that someday, then I guess we're going to have to figure out a way to continue this thing and keep it going better. But if he were to sign here, I think it would be a little bit different, but I don't know how much different it would be. with people. The, the NBA is the most transient league that we yeah. have. So it's harder in the NBA to get attached to players. I agree with that. I do agree with that. Yes. I just, I, I just don't think, and and like, like I said last time, I think the fact that he was, if you're drafted at a place and you stay, if you're homegrown, that makes a difference in fans' eyes yes. when they watch you sort of grow up. It's like you're their child, and they, you came in as a rookie, and then here you did fl- blossom into a, a superstar in years five, six, and seven, and then you, if you choose to stay. Then they will love you. Joe Thomas is beloved because that's exactly what he did. On the Spent other, his whole career here. And on the other hand, you know, Mitchell over there, he says he's his second favorite player. Mitchell Spinell over here. I mean, you said Donovan is your second favorite player ever, right? Right now. Uh, second favorite Cavalier ever, yes. Exactly, right yeah, now. second favorite Cavalier ever, right now. Right now. Explain. Well, like I said yesterday, I mean, it's, it's part of the reason was he was a huge part of why the Cavaliers have gotten back to uh, in, being in contention. Uh, the team was already there, but I think he's been a huge boost of that. And what I saw last night in a game like that against the nine-win Wizards where I was getting frustrated that, that they weren't just able to pull away until the final minute, guys like Donovan are the difference sometimes between winning those kinds of games and then losing those kinds of games, which would lead us to us having the show today where we're thinking, what are we doing? How are we losing to a nine-win Wizards team? And to me, that Donovan's the 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 main yeah point of this. My respect for Donovan Mitchell is off the charts. I I, I don't like I I respect him immensely. Like, I do, the, I do too. The Detroit game last week, where it was like, man, what are we doing, assing off against this team? And then he was like, in the fourth quarter, it just seemed he's going, all right, that's enough of this bleep. Let's just finish this thing off. Like there is a there is a resiliency that he seems to have. He desperately wants to win. Yes. There's a seriousness that he has. And he knows that I think he's bothered because he's got all the money. And he's going to get more money. I don't think that that has any effect on him. But I think he knows that there's legacies here that are involved. Yes. And your legacies are built in the postseason. And I think over the last couple of years, one with Cleveland, one with Utah, I think that's bothered the hell out of him. And that's the Jason. point I made when I was in with Lima when you were out a few weeks ago is this, this postseason is him. This is him. If they crash in the postseason in the first round again, or even maybe the second round, nobody's blaming Darius, nobody's blaming Evan, nobody's blaming Jarrett. This is Donovan. This is Donovan's legacy. And and winning is of 
I asked him last year, going back to the conversation about like building good habits and don't have Donovan bail you out every time. I think I talked about this on the show before, but I asked him last year, would you ever punt on a game just to say, you guys figure it out? Like Darius and Evan, you guys have the ball in your hands the last minute and a half. You guys are going to run pick and roll and you guys figure out how to win this game. And he said, nope. Like I would, I, I, I try to win every game I play. I want to win every game I play. Is that something you think it costs them in the long run? Yes. At all? Yes, yeah. I do. Because you need that. You, it, for as great of a player as Donovan is, and he is wonderful, he's not Giannis. He's not prime LeBron. He's not this guy who will lift an entire franchise and carry you to the finals series after series after series after series. But I think he hears what you're saying, and I'm not saying you're wrong, but I think that he'd want to smack you for something like Absolutely that. Absolutely he would, and he should. He should, but am I wrong? I didn't say you I don't wrong. think he's in that level. He's not, you know, so, and that's nothing against him. He's a he's a a little bit of an undersized guard compared to the size of those guys, and that matters. That sort of thing matters, or even like a prime Kobe, you know, he's not on that level. He's a wonderful it's, talent. It's so odd. But in he's his, not that. Because in his career, he goes from this kind of underrated guy who, who's, what was he, 15th in the draft? Ish, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, something so like that. 13th, 15th, I don't he, know, somewhere in there. He explodes off the page for a lot of people. He carries this Utah team to a certain level. Mm-hmm. And then people believe you. I mean, you had Shaq ripping him saying he was overrated. He gets traded to Cleveland. He's supposed to take this Cleveland team to a higher level. I think over this time, you see just how ex- he has taken them certainly to a higher level. I, I've, I've grown my respect so much. And I've always respected him, but I mean, really, my God, it's off the charts. But it still seems to be not enough. Like, I still think he remembers the the draft, the disrespect publicly on 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 inside the NBA. Like, the whole thing, I think, has played into his his psyche about, I can't take any single day off. I can't I can't sit and teach lessons because somebody's always going to have something critical of me. But it's... He's going to be judged on the postseason. It doesn't matter how many games they win in the regular season. It doesn't matter. It's all about what do you do in the postseason. And this it's his legacy the other way. If he takes them to the finals, if the Cavs go to the conference finals this year, Donovan's going to get all the credit for it. 216-474-0092. Are we at arm's length with Donovan Mitchell in the city? Kelvin in Cleveland, you're first up on the fan. Yellow. Hey, what's up, kid? Thank um, you. Uh, my point, my my opinion is, it's not the fans, the true Cleveland fans, because we gravitated towards Dova Dova, uh, Tristan Thompson. Uh, we 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 go for the glue guys. We love we everybody, but it's the sports writers that always have to ask that question of, is our superstar about to leave? Which puts it in our brain like, oh man, is he gonna leave? So we really we just go for the glue guys, the superstars. We're just basically waiting for the other shoe to drop. Uh, for them to leave and all that other stuff. That's why the hype train is not so big on Donovan because of the possibility of him leaving, just like right. it was when LeBron could have left. I do think locally, the- Kelvin, I think locally, I think a lot of writers, Chris, I, I think Jason has done this. I think that they have tried to find ways of, okay, how would Donovan stay in this situation? What makes him stay in that situation? I think it's been yeah, more well- positive, but I think outside of Cleveland, I think outside of Cleveland, I think they're just always are waiting for the other shoe to drop so they can move him out of here. But once you put that into the ether, then now it's in my subconscious to think, what is this guy going to do? Now, as a fan, do I go buy his jersey? It's going to be a lot of kids that's uh, galvanized by Donovan doing all the little oopsie-doops and the, the, the threes and all that. But the true basketball fans, the true basketball fans, knowing that 
Donovan Mitchell is putting up LeBron numbers. If you look at his stats this year, he's putting up LeBron James numbers. And we're still looking at him like, oh, my God, are you going to leave and go to New York? Are you going to go anywhere? Are you going to sign anything? Kelvin? So it's like, yep. Kelvin, thank you very much for the call. Wait, go no, ahead, don't Jason. Tell them. Oh, uh, wait, wait. I, that's I got 30 right. seconds. It's fine. No, no, no. It's, it's fine. I just want to ask, because, like, it goes back to the point I made yesterday. Everyone wants to blame the media. You Blame the media. Well, it's – it's. I do think they control the psyche with a lot of NBA players and but, how we feel about them. But it them. goes two ways because it's like – when you hear something over and over and over again from connected people in the league, people who work in the league, this is what he wants. This is this is what's happening. This is what – are we not supposed to write that? I mean, I didn't write it until after the season ended. It started in December, but a and lot I of didn't it, write it until April. A lot of it is so based on rumor. It's all – the NBA in the offseason, you know this obviously better than anybody in the room combined. It's it's all based on rumor, and it's all what this person's feeling or that person's thinking, But a, it's, and, uh, and I think that it, they do. They shoot the messenger on that. And here's where the issue is. It can be true last December. It could be true last April. Guys have the right to change your mind. Like, it, it's a year later. It's 18 months later. So it could be true when we write it, and it could be that just a, a guy changed his mind. It's not that anything was wrong. Something happened. And he changed his mind one way or the other. But then when you don't write it, it's like, well, you knew all this. Why didn't you write it? If you had all this information, why didn't you write it sooner? So that's, it's when the, the whole everyone blames the media thing. I'm like, well, what do you want? 745, I might be the only radio show host in America who doesn't want to do this. Coming up next... The how high is the ceiling for your Cleveland Cavaliers as we get ready to attack a trade deadline later on today? And if you are not liking Big Brother tracking you, she might end up as your best hope to stop it. Ken Carmen, Jason Lloyd, in for Tone, live on the fan. 840, Joe Varden, going to join us on the show from The Athletic. want to thank Jason Lloyd for uh, booking a lot of guests this week. That's not a shot at Mitch. Not a shot at Mitch. That might sound like it, and with double A, it was. Mitch, that's not a shot at you, buddy. Okay? I'm good. Go around the room here real quick. <laughs> we had Shops Rania on yesterday. That was a lot of fun. He was great. Guaranteed, he was. Guaranteed 92.3 The Fan has the best to offer when you follow... That sounds Try weird. Do they want me to get... It says guarantee the best... You Here better we go. write a check and your ass better, better cash it. it. There you go. Hey, get to the 92.3 The Fan and get the app, all right? Get the Odyssey app. It's absolutely free. They got all the audio all the audio that you could possibly want, including Sham Sharanya, who joined us yesterday. And you can hear about him and whether or not the Cavaliers are going to be movers and shakers during the trade deadline. You get all the chapters of our live shows labeled by our wonderful producers, including Mitch, so you can search the segments you may have missed. Make sure you downloaded the free Odyssey app to follow everything that comes around with the Cleveland sports scene. And you make fun of my live reads. Jeez. I, I actually try. There, there's the difference. You don't try. You don't try. You Don't hold up your hands. Owen, does he try? I no, read the words try. on the paper. What else do you want me to do? Did you have a little bit of zest with it? Zest? You sound like a third grader getting called out to read the to read a book. You sound like me in fifth grade le- reading Boy's Life. <laughs> Anywho, go around the room real quick. Are you afraid of AI? Am I afraid of it? I'm not afraid of it. I'm concerned about it, though. Concerned. Owen, you were uh, you were part of the federal government for 12 years. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> what? I mean, he was okay. He made a couple finals. But... No, not Alan <laughs> Iverson, you ass. Artificial intelligence. 
uh, afraid of it? No. Same thing with Jason. Like, I'm keeping an eye on it. Yeah. Thing. Yeah. It's going to make us dumber because kids are just going to use it to write their papers and no one's ever going to learn anything. With like the chat GBT and stuff yeah, like that? Yeah. I mean, it's it's certainly helped my Twitter or my ex follower count. I'm not trying to be a weirdo. Oh, yeah. Well, you got the porn bots that come after you. Yeah. Which the only thing the porn bots have really been good for, they haven't been good for one thing, and that's reminding me of some wild opinions people yeah. have had on social media some about old Cleveland sports. Tweets. Yeah, I've seen things from two years ago all of a sudden again. Yeah. Like there every now and then I'm like, boy, I was right about that. I yeah. don't need time hot when I got porn bots, man. Thank you. Alexa 696969 single ready to mingle with a few hearts in there. Thank you very much for reminding me of that sterling opinion. I am I'm actually very nervous about it. Uh the Taylor Swift stuff that came out a couple of weeks ago, I was like, boy, this this is a little too it's a little too much. You know what? And Go ahead. Well, go ahead. No, go ahead. Well, because I'm thinking, yes, she's threatening lawsuits about the AI stuff because it was, it was, I mean, it was pornographic. Yeah. That came out on social media, and then her plane was being tracked by some college student uh, earlier this week. She has immediately put a cease and desist to that. I go, hey, all you guys are tired of hearing Taylor Swift. She might save you from some of this AI stuff because it's stopping nobody from making AI images of every Tom, Dick, and Harry out there. Yeah. And if she, who is a very powerful person, is able to get some legislation passed because she is an extremely powerful person, then it might help a lot of people in the long run. But I don't know. I don't know how you stop it at this point. Like it's out there. Well, it's pi- It would be. It would become piracy, but and the, it would become something that you could you could go after. That, the legally. thing that totally freaked me out was I saw a video six months ago or so. Of like they can take, they could take like a picture of my daughter, and like put the voice with it and make it look like she's mm-hmm. in trouble. Mm-hmm. Like, Dad, I need help. Mm-hmm. And that is freaky. That's yeah. That now that scares me. Family members calling you up and stuff like that, asking for money. And I mean, depending on what type of state you're in at that time, who knows? Yeah, anybody could be tricked with a lot of things. Absolutely. So I. I mean, everybody's. Oh, I'm tired of Taylor Swift. This and that. I'm going. Well, if she can get this attacked then fine because it does matter on on who it, I, I hate to say it if it's if it's Kenny Carmen or Jason Lloyd in Cleveland Ohio I don't know if the feds are really moving on it but right. if it is a major it, the biggest pop star in the world I right mean, now Dan got his FAA got the FAA to take down his plane back in the day yeah that, and the plane tracking thing I, I think they do need to do something about that it is a ma- massive know, security you risk. you don't know what type of nut jobs absolutely. over there waiting on her in Vegas I hate to say it you have no idea absolutely so, and it's yeah. it's easy, it's very easy to track these planes, if you know how to do it. It is not hard. Yeah, that, that's I had it's a concern in thing. the summer of LeBron when I just started. I was at the Beacon and I was just starting to cover the Cavs. I had the tail number on Dan's plane in about eight minutes. That's it. That's it. Eight minutes. Phew. And I knew where he was when he was. Now the Cavs are smart about. I don't want to go down this rabbit hole. But the Cavs kinda, had about kind of don't want you to go down this rabbit but, hole. But no, but the Cavs had like four or five planes in the air that day to try and try and throw everybody off. True story. They had they were throwing planes everywhere. Wait, so Cavalier one was in the air. <laughs> Cavalier two. You was never going told to me Omaha. that story. Yeah, because yeah, they had they were they had different planes. Because I actually thought I'm trying to remember. They now. were scrambling jets about LeBron James. The summer of LeBron. That was with Tom Izzo and everything else. Yeah, they had multiple planes in the air. They were landing one at like Cuyahoga County. They landed one at Burke because I I broke into Burke. I tell you that I tell what? You that. Stop! Yeah. You're on the radio. I We're not during a break here. No, I know, but I didn't break in. I just drove through a place that I didn't realize I wasn't supposed to be at. That's all. 
Is that what you said in court or No, they just asked me to leave. Fine. But like I was I was literally sitting next to Dan's plane waiting for him because I thought it was Izzo and it was it just Dan got out. And all the all the all the other news media were like behind the fence and I remember hearing later like Jim Donovan was going like What's Jason doing up there next to the plane? <laughs> I was sitting there waiting for him. And I i mean, he just got well, out. Well, that's and, a nice how do you do. He just got out and went right to the plane. And then. He didn't say anything to well, you? Well, I, 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 when I got to Burke, I hit the buzzer. And, I, and they said, can I help you? And I said, yeah, I'm looking for a plane that's leaving in about 15 minutes. They said, all right, come back. We'll help you find it. It's like, all right, thanks. Oh, that's not breaking into anything if they let you in. And, well, the gate was open. I drove through a gate that was open. Okay, that might be. I didn't know. There was, a sign was like, whatever. But, yeah, that was fun. Jason, I think you need to lay low for a little bit. <laughs> but, yeah, the Cavs had all kinds of planes in the day that uh, with the Izzo thing. and I, uh, The details on that are hazy. I'd have to go back and, like, refresh. I might be misremembering a couple. But I know they had planes. In the, they had multiple planes in the sky landing them in different spots with the Izzo. Remember the Izzo? Like, it was nuts when they were going after Izzo. I didn't know they had to scramble five planes up in the air. I mean, it may not have been five, but it was multiple. For Tom Izzo, for crying out loud? I, 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 it was definitely the Izzo, because I ended up driving to East Lansing to get him, to uh, get him as he was coming off the plane. Um, yeah, I drove, to East, I drove from Burke to East Lansing after I snuck into Burke. I drove to East Lansing right after that. Oh, my God. Yeah. Two and a half hour drive. That's good, right? It's a little driving. longer than that, ain't it? Yeah. Uh, it was me bad. driving. Uh, okay. And now you are talking about just breaking the He didn't have the luxury vehicle back then. Yeah, he did not have the luxury vehicle. Vomiting on the turnpike. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> My God. All right, 840. Joe Varden going to join us on the show. Whether or not the Cavs are going to stand pat. Do you believe the Cavaliers should stand pat? 216-474-0092. I want to get to Pauly in Cleveland. Hello, Pauly. Hey, what's going on, fellas? Not much. What's up, Pauly? Look, man, I've been sitting here listening to you guys. We went from talking smack on the Cavaliers to Taylor Swift to a guy committing a felony on a, you know, an airplane uh, runway. Uh, kind of crazy, but uh, look, um, I, I got to put it to you guys, man. I appreciate what you guys are saying out there right now about the Cavaliers, but uh, I'm I've been a longtime fan of the Cavaliers. I'm going on 60 years old, and. Uh, you know, a little over a month and a half ago, we were talking smack about Bickerstaff and the rotations he was pulling, and we were just a little above 500, okay? Are you following me here right now? I'm trying. All right, all right. A little over a month and a half ago, Mobley, Garland on the bench, we were wondering where we were heading, what direction we were going. And I've been listening to all the fans. I listen to you guys every day. Thank you. And uh, I really appreciate the job you guys are doing, man. Wonderful work. Thank you, Paul. Um, um, but, you know, you know, this talk about Mitchell leaving at the end of the year and all this stuff, look, I, I, I just got to put it to you this way, man. You know, when it comes to the Cavaliers, we were, we were a little over a couple months, we did a little over 500, and we were talking smack about what direction this team was going to be going. All right, here we are, 15 out of 16 games, Mobley, we were talking smack about Garland and Mobley coming off the bench. Was Bickerstaff going to be able to work them back into the lineup and into the rotation and where it was going to go? Look at Mobley last night, guys. Look, I, I, I'm a complete Cavaliers fan, and I just want to say this, guys. Let's Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. 
Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. Even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to tunein.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper the better because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Enjoy the ride. You know, right now... So you're are- you're good, Paulie, with them just standing pat then, right? I'm, all I'm I shouldn't say just. He is a Cavaliers fan. All I'm saying is that we don't need negativity with this team right now. We need to, to, to support these guys... And totally get on the bandwagon with them right now. You know, it's kind of like. Be negative. Just be negative. I don't think anybody's being negative. Well, maybe, well, maybe, maybe the people, Paulie, thank you very much for the talk. call. Maybe the ones who are, who are tweeting at us and getting in about Do- uh, Darius Garland need to trade it. I do, I do think it goes back to, you know, you talked about writers in town have a certain. It's. It's part of the job, right? Yeah. You have to write about the possibilities of what could happen. Especially if, in that league. Right. So I get people just. You know, fans especially just wanting you to always fluff up what's happening. They've been on a great run, but as a journalist, you do have some sort of uh, responsibility to well, that's a- to examine possibilities further down the road than just until April. Well, Owen's right. Um, I-, I think that a lot of people, when things are going good, they want some good things said, but it's weird because it's such a fine line because if you say anything good about a team that's struggling, then you're carrying water for them. Now, I've yeah, accused that of you it. a million times, but part of that's a joke, and part of that is a little bit behind the scenes about it as well that we've talked about you and I. I, I think that some of that stuff, like when people bring up about the Browns and me and about the Browns and the fan, it's like I've been madder at the Browns on the air and off the air to anybody and what they've done in a game and in a season. I've seen you burst blood. I have been madder there. at the Browns than the other two teams combined yeah. and have said way nastier things about the Browns than the other two teams combined and then, well if it was about the Browns you wouldn't say this go yes I would and yes I have uh it it, it I get pushed to a very ex- obscene level at times about football to where I can be a little bit more understanding about basketball because and part of this is that Lima knows the ins and outs like I would assume I would know the ins and outs about some of the other things and so I'm more careful to say those things because I don't want to have to back them up and look like a fool later on baseball 
hey, honestly, it's if you treat me nice, I'm probably going to treat you pretty nice back. But I, I'm I'm standing pat on this, and I think a lot of people are. You're a 33 and 16 team. I can't really see anything where you can just get better, except if you just wanted to force it. If you wanted to force something that I think would end up being a problem for this basketball team down the line, like the whole Darius Garland thing. We'll bring this up more in earnest at 8:20. Jason has some, apparently some explosive comments at eight, but at 8:20, don't downplay him. Don't downplay him. But at 8:20, people are calling me up about Darius Garland, and I'm going, guys, I just don't see it yet. I don't. I understand he's not having a great season. I understand that we want to do the one can handle the ball, but two can't be in the backcourt. I get all that, but I don't think that now is the pertinent time. I think right now is the time that you try to figure some of this stuff out and not try to remove talent because I still need talent. I can't just remove talent. And for some of the names that people are bringing up, that just they're not realistic names. They're not. Stars win in the playoffs in the NBA more than any other sport. You have to have stars to win. I'm not going to say Darius Garland is a superstar. He's being paid like one, but he is a budding star. Fair? Yeah. Those are the guys you need on your team I'm not, to win. And I'm not pointing out that he should be cavalier for life or anything like that. Things do change. But as of right now, on February 8th, the trade deadline day, I, I can't see a scenario where I would support Darius Garland being on the move or Evan Mobley or Jared Allen. And Jared Allen was one of the names that people were mentioning in earnest last year after the postseason. Where now, I, I can't imagine letting go of Jared Allen. He's playing his ass off even through an injury. So there's a lot of things here that just, they make sense. Karis LeVert, Isaac Okoro. I have a reason to hold on to all these guys because it's exactly what, it's exactly what Sham Sharanya was saying to us yesterday. Yeah, it's, it's a market where everybody's trying to sell, but it doesn't seem that a lot of people really want to buy right now. Two one six. It's not great sellers either. There's no great talent. True. Two one six four seven four double oh ninety two. Coming up at eight forty, we'll see if Joe Varden agrees or disagrees with that statement shared by Shams with us yesterday. And FML, fix my life. I gotta go around the room and I gotta go to some of you guys because I might be the only radio show host in America who doesn't want to do this. I'll tell you what it is next on the fan. Jason has an explosive comment coming up at eight o'clock. Stop saying that. Also fix my life coming up here momentarily. I need to get the John and Wesley. Oh, God, this has a tendency to take over the entire segment. All right, John, go ahead. Yeah, hey, guys, how we doing? Hi. Um, yeah, I think we do have to trade Garland, and here's why. Today. You want him traded today? Yes, right. and here's why. He's small, he's bad defensively, he's expensive, and he doesn't. he hasn't shown that he can fit with Mitchell. We have to keep Mitchell. If, if we... Go into this playoff run, and we get bounced in the first round quick. We're screwed. He's gone. He's not good enough for us to build around. So we can look towards somebody like Brooklyn and pick up Mikael Bridges or somebody along those lines. We have to explore it. They're going to simple. Are they going to give you that for Darius Garland? I don't know. They might. They're not very good. Oh hell, we don't know. They might just do it. I mean, he he apparently has value. Everybody talks like he's the best player in the history of the league in these parts. I'm not talking about was the history of the league. That. Nobody has said that. Nobody has said that. Over-exaggerating a bit, but you know okay. what I mean. All right. No, I, I I believe his value is to this team. I do believe he has value with Darius Carl. I don't know why with Donovan Mitchell. I don't know why. Why do we all of a sudden, why do I have to choose at the end of the season? Now, if they were to get bounced in the first round, fine. But what what trade am I going to make? That makes it easier to get through the first round of the NBA playoffs. There isn't one right exactly. now. Exactly. So you can't trade. I'm not going to get trolled. You can't trade the guy. No. You you control Darius for uh, yeah, four more years after this. You control Donovan for one more year after yes. this. Yes. 
So I don't need to make a choice for anything at the end of this season. I can work on getting Donovan Mitchell signed. I don't know if Donovan Mitchell is going to say me or him. If he does, then maybe we can reevaluate all this. You can only go off the information you have in the moment, right? Fair? Yes. Yes. The information you have right now is this team is playing really well. Now, you can't, just because they're hot right now and they have played some bad teams, you can't say everything is perfect. It's not perfect. And some of these guys that are shooting it hot right now very well could go cold. But you can only go off of what you have right now. And what you have right now is a roster looks pretty good. And remember, just because the trade deadline is today doesn't mean they can't add to this team. There will be a buyout market that develops after the trade deadline. And they will probably be very active in that. They're going to try. They got about $3 million under the tax line. So they will try to be active with that to maybe bring in a big or bring in a ball handler or a wing. You, but you have to see who's out there first. You have to let that market develop. So it's not going to be tomorrow, but it could be very soon. But it's not like this is the end-all, be-all because the deadline's today. Could Darius Garland be pressing? Joe Varden will answer that for us coming up at 840 right now. Fix my life. FML, my life. My life. FML. Kenny, what do we do? Fixing lives. My life. I decided to ask this to two guys who are very well versed in Las Vegas. You've been to Vegas many times, I assume? Many, 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 many. Okay, and Owen would spend, I'm not joking, Owen would spend a month at a time. Yeah, he there. spent there more than I have. I think, right? Probably, I don't know, you might have been, I've probably been there more than you have, but you've been there more recently. You go to Summer League stuff, right? Yes. I haven't. Yes. When I was going there, there was Summer League, but it wasn't. Wasn't like yeah. this. You guys know me pretty well. As much as we, well, all, all three of us bicker with each other, actually. Um, actually, I just bicker with both of you. Maybe I should reevaluate myself. We know each other pretty well. I've never had the inclination to go to Vegas whatsoever. And I might be the only sports talk radio show host in America who has had no idea of wanting to go to Vegas. It's never I've never been bit by the bug. I've never wanted to go. I've never yearned to go. I feel I would have just went back in the day if I ever wanted to go. And if I look at the destination places I want to go to, like Liz is making me go on a cruise this summer and I didn't want to go on it. And I still kind of don't because I wanted to go to Alaska. And she goes, well, we could take the kids and do it all next year. And I said, all right, fine. Like I made a list real quick. I don't want to do power rankings. Don't hit the, don't hit the music on the places I want to go. Alaska, England, Ireland, you know, that yep. whole thing. Yep. And then I wrote maybe France, but I kind of, I might do a day in Paris. I kind of want to see the countryside. Yeah. And in, in Italy. Like, yeah. that might be the one. That's that's about it. Like, I have no – and when it comes to America, it's like, I'd like to see Los Angeles once. I'd like to see Seattle. Seattle looks like a fun place. I've never been to Texas. Where have you been? I haven't been further west than Kansas City. Wait, is, is Ames, Iowa further west than Kansas City? No, I don't believe okay. it is. So I've never been further west than Kansas City, Missouri. Are you kidding me? I've never been I've – been, I have been from Key West, Florida to Portland, Maine. All up and down the East Coast. Yeah. I've been to Mexico. I've been to Canada. I've been to the Bahamas and the Caribbean and all that stuff. There's a whole world out there. Buddy. I know. But when it comes to Vegas, like, and, and I, we're in this business, sports radio guys, I mean, a lot of them like played that gaming, they did table games and things like that. And they love Vegas. And right now I'm see, like Landry, Landry is Mr. Vegas. And he is, I don't think Landry Locker has yeah. slept in 72 hours. That can happen. And you have a lot of sports talk radio show hosts who are going to come home with divorce papers <laughs> at the end of this week. And I've never had the inclination to go to Las Vegas, Nevada. 
sell a guy like me. You know me well. Sell me on Las Vegas. Clearly, you don't like to gamble, then. You're not a gambler. No. There, there. I mean, there's a ton of other stuff. to. Well, I shouldn't say a ton. But there, there are a lot of shows. There's, there's a lot of shows to see. I don't like being not in control of the things, and I don't like... Like craps, I don't know. I don't well, know enough about roulette. People, I don't know enough about. Some people treat a quote vacation to Vegas as a business opportunity, a, an opportunity to increase your capital, right? Oh, it sent me a map. Yeah, Kansas City is further <laughs> west from here. Than Barely. Iowa. Barely. Go They're ahead. one parallel line away from each other. Well, if I turn the map in a certain way, go ahead. Go ahead. But yeah, a lot of people go out to Vegas for four days, whatever. But three of those days, they plan to increase the money that they had right. before they went there, and then it doesn't and work. And it doesn't that work way. that way. Vegas, anything but you over, can go to shows and things like that. To anything over two days is too much, as far as I'm concerned. My, if you're really going to Vegas, Vegas. Okay, my boss at the other place is like, "Oh, Kenny, we got to get you out there." He goes like four times a year, and I'm like, "I'm not." Now but, there are people that go out. There's there'll be a big concert, right? Or so you go for the big concert that's coming through town, and then you also go for the people that are doing, you know, they they have, I forget what it's called, when you do a show at a hotel for so many dates. Um, a residency. A residency, residency yes. It. Yeah, so you'll see that type of stuff, and then, you know, you get to see Penn and Teller, and you get to see some tigers and things like that. And if you're lucky, you get to see the tiger eat one. I mean, well. I mean, that happened back in the day. Judas Priest, you psycho. <laughs> Well, I honestly, like, I was actually in Vegas when the, the Tiger ate Roy. I was in Vegas when that happened. I was. Wrote about that. <laughs> I was at the show, but I, I would have wanted to see Siegfried and Roy. I don't have any. Like, I'm not gonna. I don't. I, I don't mind Adele. I'm not paying like a thousand dollars a ticket to see Adele like they did next door. I won't do that. And I'm not really interested in all the other stuff. So I, I really, I can't, the, I'm not trying to be a fuddy-duddy. I no, know everybody I know. likes Vegas except for the, me. The Strip is phenomenal to just drive. To. It's just, it's mind-blowing. The casinos and the architecture. Like you can spend a day just walking and looking Absolutely. at the architecture. Yes. Like walking through Caesars is phenomenal. You feel like you're well, outside, well, but you're inside. I saw Larry I like? Flint in the Venetian. That was pretty cool. What would I like? <laughs> I, sounds like nothing. But like, I've, I've lived I'm a, a pretty degenerate. wild life before this, and I'm just like, eh. I'm a degenerate. I love to gamble. The things I you love like, the things you like are not, you don't get in Vegas, right? So you want to stay home and play college football 2014 on your PlayStation yeah. 2. Yeah. The only thing that I think I would like is the way Lima, he, he talked about March Madness in a sports book. It's awesome. pretty awesome. It's awesome. That's the only thing. Uh, that's the only way I think I'd ever like, okay, I'll go to Vegas with you guys. If you guaranteed right. me a spot there where I could people watch, m- you know, maybe I'd look at the game and, and play the games. I'm not sure when it comes to the, the basketball games because yeah. sports, it's like, all right, I talk myself into thinking I know sports. Whether or not I actually do, that's a different story. But I could talk myself into, all right, I got a thousand bucks. Let me put something down on here and then just watch the reactions of I people. I do think. I like to observe people. I think professional sports going to Vegas now gives you an opportunity to go there and take in a Browns game and then also do other things in Vegas. For a person like okay. you that's so sports-focused, you know, that consumes your day, right? Yeah. That, so that'll give you a reason to go. I mean, when I was going, the best I could get was a Vegas Aces AAA game and get to yell at, you know, whatever up-and-coming Cubs prospect. People keep telling me buffets. I don't like buffets. 
The I know what you guys all think of me. And I, the prices have skyrocketed. Yeah, well, the buffets aren't what they used to be. Yeah, but I Vegas. don't. You could give me a, a cheap buffet. I'm not going to eat it. Um, I don't eat a buffets regardless. There is some. There's some terrific restaurants there. There's some outstanding food there. But I mean, you can find that anywhere. But the what Lima said about March Madness is 100 percent true. That might be the if only you one. go there. If you go there for like the opening weekend of March Madness, I did that. I was in Arizona for spring training, and I drove up to Vegas and did a story on. Uh, I was at the Caesars Sportsbook, and then I went to uh, Jerry's Nugget and just compared and contrasted what March Madness is like in Jerry's Nugget and yeah. what it's like in Caesars. It was unbelievable. Jerry's Nugget's like in a rough part of North Las Vegas where I think I put it in the group text. People are betting $10 on a 20-leg parlay trying to win a couple grand. They got three ninety nine chicken parm. Though. Yeah, it's, 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 a, it's a sad place, but... It, <laughs> That's where the locals. That's where the locals go. But it's it's rough in there. And then you go to Caesars, and there's a doctor spending a thousand dollars a game. See, I want real Vegas. If, if I'm going to go to Vegas, you I want, go. You go I to want, strip. I want no, but I want tourism Vegas. But I want a day of real Vegas, like you just described. Well, I want to see you the real stuff. F- Fremont Street is in between. Like you don't want to go to where I was. Like we stopped. We, I'll, go I'll, to Fremont. I'll Street. say this real quick. When we stopped in Mexico on the cruise. I went to turn down an alley because I saw three guys playing cards at like the end of the alley. And Liz goes, what the hell are you doing? I go, this is the real stuff. This is stuff they don't want me to see. I want to go see this. She goes, get over here right now. <laughs> I go, no, I'm going to go look. And they were just they were just rolling dice, playing dice. I know how to play dice. I was down with that. All right, coming up next, Jason has explosive comments. Stop that are apparently, saying that. You said it yourself. I did Jason not. Jason has explosive comments that are going to dominate Stop the rest of the show. That. Don't go anywhere. Take us with you to work on the free Odyssey app. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. After investing billions to light up our network, T-Mobile is America's largest 5G network. Plus, right now, you can switch, keep your phone, and we'll pay it off up to $800. See how you can save on every plan versus Verizon and AT&T at T-Mobile.com slash across America. Up to four lines via virtual prepaid card. Allowed 15 days. Qualifying unlocked device credit service ported 90 plus days with device and eligible carrier and timely redemption required. Card has no cash access and expires in six months.